Okay, Parshas Tazria and Mitzora, Tavshin Pei, as we uh, continue in our virtual world and our uh, virtual, um, you know, learning world. And uh, this is what we uh, this is what we do because uh, Torah continues. Torah must go on. The Parsha Shir Hashem must go on. And uh, no matter what the challenge is, we try to uh, to keep learning Torah together. Uh, now, post Pesach. As we get into Parshas Tazriyah Mitzorah, continuing the issues of Tumavatara in Sefer Vayikro. We mentioned last week in Parshas Shmini, we already had some issues of Tumavatara relating to animals, kosher, not kosher. And of course, we start off this week's Parsha with Tuma and Tara of human beings. Vayidabra Hashem Moshe Limar. Hashem says to Moshe in the beginning of Parshas Tazriyah, Daber Bnei Yisrael Limar. When a woman has a child and it is a male, she's tummy for seven days. The halachas of a yoledes are like the halachas of a nida. mentioned. Then you may tuma, you may tara. So we have tuma v'tara of a yoledes, and then we have tuma v'tara of a mitzora. And then related to that, we have uh, following the end of Parshat Mitzorah, Tumavatara of a, of a Balkari and a Zav and a Zava, all the lists of Tumavatara. So Rashi already points out in the first Rashi in the Parsha, Isha Kisazria, Amar of Simloi, Kishem Sheyitzi Raso Shal Adam, Achar Kol Behem Achayva Ofa Maisa Bracious, Rev Simloi. Rev Simloi said a few famous uh, comments. In the in the Gemara and in Chazal, Rav Samai says just like the Yitzira, the creation of a person was after all animals. My sabracious animals were also late in creation, but man was at the end. So too, all the halachos were are listed in the Torah after. Uh, everything after all the animals, as we learned last week in Parsha Shmini, Tum of Tara of the animals and of the Shratzim. So after, just like in Maisa Bracious, man is last. So too here in the Halachos of Tum of Tara, man is last. And ask the Be'er Yosef, what is the significance of Rav Simlai's statement? What exactly are we supposed to learn from the fact that man is last? Yeshlavin. Ask the Be'er Yosef, We know, we know Parsha's Bracious, we know Parsha's Tazriya Mitzorah, Shmini Tazriya Mitzorah. So what is the connection, what is the message? And furthermore, is there a connection between the fact that man was created last and his halachas are mentioned last? Meaning, Rav Simloi just makes a parallel. But is there a connection, an identification between the two? That is the question that the Be'er Yosef deals with. So, says the Be'er Yosef, let's explain. There's a deep message that we need to understand here, says the Be'er Yosef. Let me ask the following question. Man is so different. Human beings are Unique. There are certain animals that are Tameh. There are certain animals that are Tahar. There are certain animals that are, you know, certain statuses. But that's, it's their status forever. Their status is Tameh. Right? A horse is always in the same status. A chicken is always in the same status. An animal can't become Tameh. 
An animal is Im, either tame or tahar. Imutame nishar betumaso laolam. Imutar hu tamid betaraso. Ve'ein b'shum min mehem. Shayom yetar lamachri yetame olahefech. There's no creation out there. There's no bria that sometimes is tame and sometimes is tar. And they had a bad day. So they became tame, became tar, nothing. There's no creation. Okay, a kli could become tame, but a kli is an extension a person makes a kli. So a kli becomes tame, but a creation of HaGadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, something natural in the world, it's either tame or tar. Ela kefish HaGadosh Baruch Hu gazar betaraso letamo o letaro ken yetame belishim shinui. It doesn't change except human beings. Human beings are the only nivra that could switch back and forth. Tame tar, tar, tame. Ulam loke nu chok vitaras adam shu mischalef umishtane bekol yom uvechol shah mitoma latar mitar latoma. We go back and forth. Right, this week's parsha going zav zava nida yoledes mitzora shayomu tami matami acherim to machamura. If I'm a mitzora today, I can be matami others. I walk into a house, the whole house becomes a ba'is amenuga. Ulam machar hu tar gomer behechlet. I go to the mikveh after waiting a week, and I'm totally tar. Opposites below od. So that's unusual. Why is it that man is the only being that could fluctuate, that could go back and forth, while all others are there, they stay as they are. And not only does a man fluctuate, he could become more extreme in either direction than any other. Ki tumas ha'adami yoser chamura mikol tumas sharabrios fav mishkatsim or masvamusim even a sheretz is disgusting, right? One of the Shmona Shratzim. And yet, man is more can become more tame. A man, tame, a tame mace, a dead body for sure, the ultimate, aviavosatuma. The item that is not inherently tame could become the most tame, could become the most powerful, impure. So what's the message? I would think something that's tame, measchala, as we say, dihui meikaro, so to speak. Isn't that worse? Right, Shratzim are only Matame, a dead Sharetz. A, a recently dead Sharetz is Matame. Man is Matame, and if he's a Zava, a Zava, his couch is Matame. And when a person's dead. So, what's going on? Why does man fluctuate? And why can man become the most chamor of all the Tumas? So says the Be'er Yosef, Vihine, line 36, skipping down now. Vihine b'tchilas ha'bria haya adam ha'yitzir achron mikol ma'yisabreshes. As we know, man was created last. Why was man created last out of all of the creations? What's the message of man being created all the way at the end? The Gemara gives one reason, but in the Zohar explain the Zohar explains because man has inside of him a little bit of everything in the world. A man is a, is a composite. Man has all the kochos that were created beforehand, kabbalistically in him. Every single nivra has some type of power. Man has all those power. It's all in man. Because man has bechirachavshis. And man has free choice. And man can become tahar and man can become tameh. 
And the tchunos that Kadosh Baruch Hu put into each individual, kulam nasnu mehodam v'tiferes knulasam ma'ashachinam Hashem yisbarach. Hashem took all of it and put it into man. Top of the next column, umikulam lakach Hakadosh Baruch Hu es kocho uskulaso apratis ubar beemis haadav. Hashem took a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All the kochos, even if they might be opposite kochos. Right, Lamada Vadom and Mashal, right, Elu Elo Dirilakim Chayim, Torah is called a Shira, the Maral and others talk about. What do you mean a Shira? When you have a symphony, you could have uh, different instruments, some high, some low, some deep, some. They're all opposites, so to speak, but together it makes a unit that makes a symphony. Says the, uh, Bar- <coughs> says the Bar Yosef. Maybe that's the whole idea of man also. The beauty of man is it, man has all the kochos. Right, what does it say in Brachis? The Yetzir Tahara is also part of us. It's all in us. But that's why we fluctuate. Because we have so many kochos in us that are opposite kochos. And we're the only being that can move, that is meant to move, that is meant to ascend, but Rahman al-Islam sometimes could do the opposite. And he quotes the more sources related to closer of Chaim Yivalashin, uh that relates to this idea. But if we turn over the page now, maybe now we understand what exactly is the message of Rav Simlai. Rav Simlai who tells us, just like man was created last, so too Tumavatara, all the halachos were mentioned last. Because that's the reason man was created last in order to be, able to, to be able to have all the kochos in him, to be able to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with all of the kochos, and that is why the halachas of Tumavatara are different for man. First, Hashem is going to tell us what's Tameh and what's Tar. Because the animals, they're there forever. Whatever they are. But man, we could go up and down. Line 12. Based on this Yuvalanu, now we understand. He's there forever. Amazing, there's no growth. A line is a line. There's physical growth. There's no growth. Imagine a life without growth, without waking up every morning. An animal wakes up every morning. What does the animal think about? What kind of day is it going to be? What am I going to accomplish today? A human being, even in Corona, even stuck in our houses, we wake up and we think, what do I want to accomplish today? It might be a little more challenging. It might be a little more limiting but by nature, we need to have that drive, that drive to be constructed, that drive to accomplish, that drive to make a difference. But that's what's within us. We grow. We move. We don't say, Not like that. But man has everything in him. And that is the message of Rev Simloy. We're created last. And therefore, we have all the kochos in us, and we have to obviously use them. We have to use them to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with, to constantly grow and do what we can to be able to make a difference in our lives, in the lives of our family, and in the lives of all around us, which happens to be our family these days. Okay, moving right along, <laughs> let's go to the next passage. So beginning of the parsha, we have Dabel Bnei Yisrael, of course, Yoledes, and stuck in there, as I mentioned before, we have the Mitzvah Brismila again. 
on day eight. Why is this here? The Gemara in Mesechas Nida Darshins, maybe this is part of the reason why for a baby boy, a woman is only tummy for seven days, so then the husband and the wife could give a hug to each other at the bris. Okay, but the din of brismila is the Hamitzvah. Brismila is again mentioned here. If you look at the H Kodesh, in source number, it's H Tamid. I'm sorry, it's not the H Kodesh, it's a mistake. It should be the H Tamid uh, written there. Uh, the H Tamid, Rav Druk tells us, if you think about it, well, he first he chazers the Sefer Achinach. First he chazers the Sefer Achinach. The Sefer Achinach, as we've mentioned often, both back in Sefer Bracious and here before, talks about the message of Rismila. Lefisha Ratzah Hashem Yisbarach Lekvoa Ba'am Asher Hivdal. Hashem wanted to put in a, a physical a physical reminder, a physical difference in our bodies. Lios Nikra Al Shmo Os Kavua Begufam to separate us and, and as he quotes the message of Hashem created us so perfectly, why couldn't he just finish the job? 99%, he couldn't just do the last piece, just take off the foreskin. Why'd you have to leave it for us? You made the livers and the hearts and the kidneys and the lungs. Just finish the job. No. The answer is because we have to finish the job. Okay, fine. But says the Ish Tamid, Mavor B'Sefer Achinach, is to make us different and to show us our potential power that we have. The Hine says the Ish Tamid fascinating. Hatchunos hamiyuchados sheyish la am Yisrael asher bohem muvdalim heimishara umos. We know the Gemara Yevamis tells us the three special qualities, the midos that every Jew has deep inside. Gemara Yevamis Ayntes. Right, abbreviated, two abbreviations. Either you can say it's Chaver, Chasadim, Baishanim, Rachmanim, or I just saw recently Gever, a real Gever. If somebody is Gomel Chasadim, Baishan, and a Rachman, that's a real um, person in uh, and man in uh, in Yadus. And the, of course the Gemara quotes different Sukkim uh, to prove this. Rahman and Baishan Gomel Chasadim. Says the H Tamid, isn't it fascinating? Turning the page. The mitzvah of Brismila seems to be exactly opposite all three of these Midos. It's such a crucial mitzvah, it's such a defining mitzvah. It makes us different like the like the Sefer Chinuch says. It makes us different. It's a physical difference between us and all the other nations of the world. The mitzvah of Brismila. And yet, if we think about it, the three midos that are supposed to define us do not exist by Rismila. It seems to be exactly the opposite. I have a huge, strong question, says the Eish Tamid. We're different. Because of this mitzvah, nimsa, ki ma'isazeh, this act of mila, soser l'chora, contradicts l'chosh l'oshes atchunas abotos, all three midos. Shalom a Yehudi. And he explains, Rashis. What's the first one? Go, the third one, gom chasadim. What are you doing here? You're causing somebody to bleed. Right, the Gemara says, malikat l'kula, malikat l'palga. It's like murder. It's the opposite of chesed. We spill the blood of the baby. We don't kill the baby. We spill the blood. There's a danger 
The Pasik says, That's the mitzvah of Mila. So isn't this opposite? Right? Chavala. Right? There is even a, 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 a machlokas. Machlokas we've shown him. The malacha of Chavala on Shabbos. We know Chavala wounding is an Isidar Isa. What, which malacha is that included in? Not clear. The assumption of Chavala is that it's Asr Daraisa. It's not one of the 39. But so which one is it included in? So some say it's Shochet. Some Rishonim. Malikat Lakula, Malikat Lapalga. Rabbeinu Tan, the Rambam, is it Dosh? Is it uh, it's other, other uh, uh, Sovea? But either way, number one, it seems to be against Chesed. Number two, Od Mitsuyanim Yisobamidas Habusha. Busha, Busha is being hidden. Busha is not, not being revealed. The opposite of Tznius. And what is the mitzvah of Brismila? To open up what's usually covered. Number two. And finally, the Midah of compassion, the Midah of listening to crying. We know by a bris mila we don't say shasimcha b'mono. Like we do by a Sheva Brachas. Why? Because the baby's upset. The baby's in pain. Tsara Dianuka. So how do we cause that Tsar? What kind of mitzvah is this? If there's a Jew with pain, you can't say Shasimcha. Hashem has Simcha in his ma'on, in his abode. We can't say that. If there's a Jew in pain, Unbelievable question. Is it the mitzvah of Rismila, which is supposed to separate us from the Umos HaOlam? Is it, isn't it against all three midos that separate us from the Umos HaOlam? So says the Eishtamin. It must be. It must be that correct. It's true. <laughs> that... Those are the three midos of a Jew. But the mitzvah of bris milah must be giving us a different message, a message that goes along with all the other mitzvahs. This is an exception to the rule, yes. But it's there to teach us something. And it's there to teach each newly born Jewish boy. We do the mitzvahs. Generally, the mitzvahs are Rahman by Shalom The mitzvahs fit and dovetail with those midos. Amnam chibu yisera nodas lahem, Sometimes, one time, we're asked to do something neged our teva to show that we're not doing it because it's our teva. We're doing it because Hakadosh Baruch Hu told us that this is what we have to do. Most mitzvos, they don't go against our teva, our nature. Most mitzvos are with, or at least, you know, it's not opposite. We could have chukim, shatnis doesn't go against our teva. It's just a chok, we don't understand it, fine. But other mitzvos go with. Brismila is there to teach us that once in a while there's a mitzvah neged, Teva ha'adam. And we do it because that's what an Eved Hashem is. What about Aketas Yitzchak? There's no greater example. Our meal is like the Aketas, even parallels in a number of the sources between the Sandik and the Aketas. 
And he says that's why this is what connects us to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why, without this mitzvah, as we know, there's an iser kares. Only two mitzvahs are say. Is there a punishment if we don't do it? So dafka, dafka at the end, forty-two, line 20, forty-two at the end. I came dafka be mitzvah zu Dafka through this mitzvah, we're separated not because of what the mitzvah expresses, but what it symbolizes. It symbolizes our fealty and our avdus to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even if it runs against who we are. Again, it's an exception to the rule because it's there to teach us something. It reminds me a little, I've mentioned this often in these uh, shiurim, but again, not the exact same point, but it's a parallel point to the Meshachachim in Parshas Noach, where you have no, <coughs> on the left side, the Meshachachim has the amazingly creative idea where he discusses, he answers the question at the end, but obviously the question of the mitzvah puravu, the mitzvah the Gemara tells us in Yavamis, is on a man and not a woman. There's a Pasuk that says a woman is not obligated to the mitzvah puravu. Sounds very strange. Fine, a woman doesn't do zvan gramis, but puravu, the woman does 99.99% of everything for the mitzvah. So how could it be? How could it be? That's not, the, that's not a mitzvah. Says the Meshachachma. I don't know how often he has that, that type of... St- I didn't look at it in the computer, but I don't think it's that often. We're using this type of Lushen. It's not so far off to say. The fact that women are pturos from Puravu. <coughs> only men. Put it on the list of Durachar Darche Noam. Volo Amsa al Yisraeli Mashain Biacholis Hagufl Kabel. Hashem did not put onto the Jewish soul more than he could handle. And in other words, mitzvahs aren't painful inherently. There's no mitzvah that's inherently painful. He goes to Gemara Meseches Chulin for everything Asr out there. There's something that's mutter and parallel. How many days do we have to fast? One day. The rest are our fault. One day do we have to fast, and that day it's not to make us be uncomfortable, but it's to help us to kapara and. To be like the angels, the kodem is here of achiva lechol. And the one day that it's a mitzvah darfast, the day before that is the only mitzv- the only weekday that there's a mitzvah daraisa to eat. And that's why, right, husband and wife relations, right? It's not usur, <coughs> like other religions believe that it's something that goes against uh, nature. Moshe Rabbeinu is an exception to the rule, and he continues and he says that's why women can't be chayiv in puravu. Because it's, it's painful to have a child. Hashem can't command that. And it's dangerous. Hashem couldn't do it. Because it goes against the rules of mitzvahs. He does, says the Meshachach, at the end, put, give women a, more, a natural instinct and desire to have children even more than men. A motherly instinct to want to have the children. But again, he doesn't mention it. But you could ask on this whole kasha, what about brismila? Where Brismila is painful? So, Brismila must be an exception to the rule. Like the H. Talmud said, Brismila is different. This is the sacrifice. <laughs> this is becoming a full Jew. 
in a certain sense, right? And therefore, we have to lay the groundwork, just like it's against the three Midos, it is an exception to the rule uh, regarding the Meshachach Yisod, and in that way, Mila forms the basis of so many other uh, mitzvos that we that we have. Okay, moving right along, we have to talk about Saras. As we know, now we get into <coughs> the world of Saras, Pashas Tazria, Pashas Mitzora, and we'll talk about one of the most unusual halachos in all of Hilchas Saras. Right, if there's any unusual halacha, this one is probably the first one that comes on the list. Pasig Yud Beis, Yud Gimel Yud Beis. Vim parach tifrach atzaraz ba'or. If the tzaraz covers the skin. V'chisasa atzaraz es kolor b'hanega. May roshov adraglav. And the tzaraz covers the entire body. L'chol mare eni ha-kohen. In front of the eyes of the kohen. V'ra ha-kohen mean kesa tzaraz es kol b'saro. V'tiyar Kulo hafach lavan taharhu. Most of the body tamei. The entire body Tahor. Right, that is similar. The Gemara even connects it. If I, th- if I remember, right, a Chazal connected to the Alacha of Bezdin. Bezdin, if 20, 22 to 1, Lamisa, then he's killed. 23 to 0, he's not killed. Okay, Kulo Afak Tarhu. So, can we give any type of explanation, any type of explanation to this unusual Halacha? So, one from the Achronim and one from the Rishonim. We'll start off with the Achronim. Quotes from Schwab in Mayan Beis Ashoeva. Starts off with the Gemara Sanhedrin. Tzadi Zayin. Amr Rabbi Yitzchak. Ein ben David ba achetis hapech kol amalchus laminus. Mashiach is not coming until all the governments and the whole world are apikarsim. And heretics. Achetis hapech kol amalchus laminus. Amarava maikra. How do you know that? Ulo hafach lavan tarhu. When it's all taras, oh, then tar them Mashiach is coming. Ma hakesher upirish Rashi kulo afach lavataru kisha pashra nega b'chol laor kach kisha nefcha kol amalchus laminus tavo adula. What is the connection between these two, and what's the message of saras covering the whole body and all of the society being kofrim and heretics, and then Mashiach is going to come? Venira lafarish says Rav Shwab sheyadua. A fundamental idea in life, as we get into these parshias. Tumma does not have an existence independently. Tumma cannot exist. The natural state of the world is tahara. Tumma can only exist when it's linked somehow. It gets nourished from a davar tahar. A davar tame says her Schwab cannot exist by itself. If there isn't a little bit of cut of Tara in it, Tumah could fall away. Remember that Gemara in Erevin? I think it's Daphne Gimel, where the Gemara says, I could come up with 250 reasons to be Mitara Sheretz. What does that mean? Because even a Sheretz, one of the one of the Tumah items, needs to be linked to something Tara to exist. Vilachain. Says Rav Schwab, if it's all Tameh, the whole body, there's no more nourishment from a, from a spot that's Tahar. Tumah can't exist. It's all Tahar. Where do we see this? Rashi. Rashi and Parshashlach. 
Remember Rashi says the Baraglam come back and say, Eretz Lavas Chalabudvashi Vizet Piriyah. What does Rashi quote? Called Davar Sheker. Shein Omri Boksas Emes Betchilasoid Miskaimim Vesofo. If there's not a little truth in a lie, the whole lie will fall away. Vatvar Misparshim Alderachano. Shasheker Eilo Raglayim, as the Gemara says. But the Gemara in there in Kufdalid. Uh, Shabbos Kufdalid talks about the letters of the Aleph base, and we know Sheker, the letters in Sheker, Shin Kufresh, there's no uh, legs to those letters. They're all wobbly. The Shin is pointy, and the Kuf is over, and the Resh is, right, it's not like MS, where all the letters have two legs, Aleph, Mem, and Tuf. But the Gemara says, Ain Raglayim, it's not going to glass. If Eino Yonek Mea MS, Hare Miyadu Nofel, it's just going to fall away. And that's why Sheker would fall away, and that's why Tumul would fall away. And therefore, Kulo Afach Lavan, Tarhu, if there's no Tara to connect it to. And then he says, maybe that's what we get back to when it comes to Mashiach. If the entire world is Minus, if the entire world is is Tamei, can't exist. It can't exist. And therefore, ironically, Kulo Hafach Lavan Tarhu. Umizeh Danu Chazal, Shiazmana Mokshar Legeulak Shukalamalchus Nefchalaminus, Sheshuv Lotielala Minus Makam Yunika, Umemeyala Kalarisha Kula. We'll just go up in smoke because there won't be any. So when everybody starts believing that they're in charge, that's heretical. When we think that we're in charge of everything, when we think that we can make decisions and we can make things stop, we have to recognize that Ganesh Baruch Hu is running the world. But that is idea number one, based on Rishwa. If you look in the tour, the tour is famous for his Balaturim, for the little parparos that some Sfarim have, the little uh, one one line, not even one-liners, the little uh, few words of, of the tour. But if you look in the tour of la Torah, as we have a, a larger one-volume sefer, a lot of it is based on the Ramban, but the tour on this Pasuk gives a Svara. Why it is that if the whole body gets Saras, it's Tar. Pirish, it's Saras, it's different, but Cholaguf. Umash Omer is Kol Or Anega, Kol Or Anega. Vigame Roshavad Raglov, Vichulu. Ubefiapshat. Based on the pshat, says the tour, Tam Taras Apricha, Kiksha Nega Mispashet, Ozeno Nichnas Baomek Habasar, Vuhu Simin Shekarvlis Rapos. If something is spread over a larger area, it must be, must not be as deep. It's shallow. It's surface color. If it's in one spot, it can be very deep and strong. But if it's spread out on a whole larger area, it's much more diluted. And therefore, it's not strong enough. It must be on its way to becoming misrape. So then it goes much deeper. Okay? When it's spread out, it's less deep and less strong. Is there any message we can learn from this? So if you look at Rabbi Iman Sefer in the Imre Baruch, he quotes from here. What can we learn from the tour? We can learn a message regarding... Talmud Torah. Shekasher Adam, Misasek, Baharbe Dvarim. Not only Talmud Torah. I should say, any type, this is the anti multitasking Vart. Right here. Vishlomo Mizem Mushar Haskel. Shekasher Adam, Misasek, Baharbe Dvarim, Babasachas. When a person is doing a lot of things at once, right? And I think this has to do with, uh, in, in this Zoom time period that we are at. You know, I think it, uh, you know, we might be zooming in on a shear, but we're also doing, we're also eating lunch, and we're also uh, checking my WhatsApps, and I'm also doing like four different things. 
you know, and we, we, we look at ourselves, but then we, we see our children sometimes doing some Zoom classes and we talk to them and say, how could you fat, how could you even have a Havamina that you're going to learn anything if you're doing six other things while the teacher's talking? No, no, I can listen. So what about us? What about us? When we spread out too much, it gets shallow and it doesn't make a Roshem and it's not going to be effective. Bisofo shel davar, shum davar lo yemushas bekirbo, bofen yisodi. If we spread out too far, right? If we're trying to talk to someone, but we're also on our phones, we're not doing anything. Ukavar zman katsar yasur mimenu, v'chein belim at Torah. <laughs> Even learning, if we have our head in too many too many different places, sometimes it's the law of diminishing returns. Sometimes it affects us. Some people say, I only want my head in one. Whatever the amount is, we have to make sure it doesn't become too shallow and doesn't become <laughs> negative, uh, um, losing um and the law of diminishing returns. And we have to make sure we have to be focused on learning and we have to be focused on our activities. Focus on our activities. Right? We say, B'Shem, the Grizz, on line 7. The Grizz Karaf says, I can't learn more than one thing at a time. Halavai, we should have the Grizz Karaf's problems. His, uh, one thing at a time, <laughs> the way he learned. The way he learned, obviously. He can imagine learning t- that somebody can have their head in two places. More than that, I can't imagine. I can't even imagine. It wasn't even in his the realm of his imagination that somebody could have their head in three different sugyas at once. So let's try to work on at least one sugya. Let's try to learn at least one sugya. And he quotes others in terms of Levi Torah also. And he quotes from the Chafetz Chaim and quotes from the Grah. That we have to do what we can, do what we can to whatever what we learn. He quotes from the Vilna Gon. So when you give a drasha, have a focus. Don't be all over the place, right? It has to be constructed properly. It has to be focused because then then the point could be could be driven home. And again, I think this is crucial for 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 life. Crucial for life. You know, multitasking as as we've spoken about in the past is great. To certain extents, but it also sometimes takes uh, takes a toll on the on the activity itself. And we learned that from the tour. Kulo afach lavan tarhu. If it's so spread out, it's not tomei, right? Because it loses the whole uh, message, loses the whole message of the <coughs> of the item itself. Okay. Next detail of saraas in the very next pasuk. Pasuk yudal. Ubiyom Heraospo Basar Chayitma on the day that it is shown Basar Chay without getting into the details there's raw skin uh, healthy skin in the middle Yitma that's Tommy Ubiyom Heraospo so what does Ubiyom Heraospo so Rashi quotes Matam Olomar Lolamed Yesh Yom Shataru Ebo Yesh Yom Shenataru Ebo there are days that we see there are days that we're supposed to see. Saras and the days that we don't have to see Saras. Mikan Amru Nostin Lo Kol If a Chasan gets Saras during Sheva Brachas, he has no obligation to go to the Kohen to show it to him. Lo Ula Itztaliso Ula Xuso Ula Beso Nige Batim Nige Begadim Nothing V'chein Beregel No Sel Kol Yemei Regel Also Yantif. You don't have to go to the Kohen on, on Yatif. So it's a question that many of the Bali Musar ask. 
a chassad, if a chassan gets saraz, then he doesn't have to go to the Kohen. Doesn't a chassan get mechilas avonos on his wedding day? And that's why it's like Yom Kippur, and that's why there's fasting done. So what kind of avonos? What, if he spoke Lashon Hara like Motsoi, his wedding? Right, that's how he gets saraz. Ha chassad, shenir bonega. So, what exactly are we supposed to understand? The top of the next page, that's the Yerushalmi. So we, oh, it doesn't really mean it. it. doesn't really mean it. We believe. There are certain activities. It's like Yom Kippur. Right? We say the al Right? So, so how is it, how is it that he has Chatoim? Right? Saras means Lashon Hara. So he the, here in the Sefer Lasanik he quotes from the Imrayama Gera Rebbe Shemechilas Havonos Biomachasana he al mitzvah shebin adam lamakom bilvad. It's only bein adam lamakom that you're going to get mechilas havonos. It's not better than Yom Kippur. Bein adam lachavero there's nothing automatic. Washin hara bein adam lachavero chasen doesn't ask forgiveness he does not get kapara. Eino miskaper chiras es chavero v'lochein lo nimcha lo avon washin hara. Well, the fichach ba'ol of negayim, he's going to get negayim, because the mitzvahs beyond the machaveiro are not taken care of when it comes to when it comes to a uh, when it comes to the wedding. And then he quotes from the uh, Rav Yisrael Salanter. And again, sometimes the the, the chassid gets a little bit in, into lashon hara in general. But he says mesupar shemofia adam echad beveisol yisrael salanter. Somebody wants to get to Rav Yisrael Salanter and whispered in his ear about the terrible activities of a certain person. Right, that's why we're having this terrible thing happen. Because so and so, because so and so is Averis. Rabbi Sral Salanter says, amazing. He says, What does the Mitzorah have to do? He has to sit outside the camp. Why? Why is that his punishment? Mitzorah is for many Averis, the most famous one being Lashon Hara. What does Lashon Hara mean? I'm talking about somebody else's faults. What does Mitzorah have to sit outside? I gotta remember my own faults. I have to have his bodedus and think about my own faults. And that's why we put him outside. Omrim lo lebal hashinara im choshev ata es atzmacha lemumcha b'metzias chatoim. You're an expert in finding the sins of others. Tzeil mechutz lamachan ebis bodedus muchletas v'sham timsa zamanosecha shalcha. And then you'll find your sins. Go sit outside. You can't blame this on anybody else. Don't blame anything on anybody else. That's what Chazal teach us in this regard. And a very similar story is quote, is is told. I quoted this recently in the Nabi Shirim. We're in the middle of Treyasar. Those who want to join uh, in Yona, somebody once came to the Briskarov and said, "Bizman Melchemet Tavshin Ches." During the War of Independence in 1948, somebody once came to the Briskarov and said, Why are we having all these Saras and all these missiles? Isn't it because of all the Mechale Shabbos? Isn't it because of all the terrible things that these people are doing? And the Briskarov says, <laughs> Yonah was on the boat. Yonah was on the boat with all of those sailors. Chazal tell us they were all Ovdev Odezara. They each were one of the, from the 70 nations. They all had a different idol. And they were dominating to their idols. And they asked Yonah, why is the storm happening? What does Yonah say? Because he's surrounded by Oldi Avadazara. Bisheli Hasar Hagadalazalechem. It's because of me. <laughs> because Yonah looked inside and he realizes that it was him. Lamedam Anamikach. Shafilum Adam Nimsa Bisfila shall Ovdi Avadazara. Vir Matav shall Sakana. If something happens, 
What do we have to say? Bishali. We have to figure out what we could do. We could do more. And just to relate this also to our to our circumstance. No, there are those Rahman al out there that talk about, oh, where did this Magaifa come from? Which chait? And they talk about a chait of others. And they talk about, oh, they have to do better and they have to do this. Rahman al that's not the Jewish way. The Jewish way is like what Yonah said. We have no idea, but what we can do is to think about ourselves. And we can figure out what we could do better. And we can figure out how sometimes the greatest challenges is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us, I need you to do better in those challenges. In the places where we think we can't do better, Hashem says, yes, you can. Hashem says, I expect more of you. And that's the message of the Mitzorah sitting outside the Machaneh. But again, we got to it through a chasan not being nimchal on all of his, <coughs> of all of his avonos. Okay. Next. Next point in Saras. Again, we're spending a lot of time tonight because that's what most of these parshias are about. Saras. Yud Gimel Chafhei now. Yud Gimel Chafhei. Right, and then we go. The coin sees it; it spreads. All of this uh, discussion, exactly what happens to the uh, to the nega, and then towards the end we say tamei tamei yikra, tamei tamei yikra. Right, and he shall call Tame. What does May Tame Yikra mean? So Chazal tell us that the Mitzora has to sit outside the Machaneh, and if somebody approaches him, has to say, I'm Tame. I'm Tame, I'm Tame. You know, uh, watch out. Right? I'm 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 in I'm in I'm in Bidud. Don't come near me. I don't think he wore a mask. I don't think he uh, wore gloves, but uh, he had to say that. Right, says the Aznaim Torah, quoting first the Gemara, Okay, so that also people daven for him. People daven for I'm Tomei, I'm Tomei. Stay away. I'm Tomei and daven for me. Says the Aznaim Torah. Tomei Tomei Yikra teaches us something. Hatsaras himachlo kashamaod. Saras, which we will not translate as leprosy. My father always comments whenever he writes or talks about this topic, right? Saras, he likes to quote Rav Hirsch, that Saras is a social disease, right? We don't have this today. It's not what we call leprosy. It's some type of illness. We don't know exactly what it is. It's Saras. He machla kashem but the Torah describes it. It is an illness. It is a physical illness. Besides the idea of Tumah, it is an illness. How do you know that? Because the Torah uses lashons of refuah. Nirpa hanesek. Vine nirpa nega hatsaras. Even nige batim. Ki nirpa nega. So if there's refuah, it must be that there's a chola. Because the opposite of choli is refuah. When somebody is ill, Rahman al as we know today, if somebody is suffering with saras, right? It's it's an illness. It's sick. It's painful. Besides the yisurim, and think about the uh, the hashkacha. This is what he says in our parsha. Besides the yisurim of saras, what's even worse? He's alone. Nobody could go near him, even in his pain. Right, we, we're living that. 
through other illnesses. Maybe I'm going to get it. It's contagious. What, what do you mean contagious? I'm going to go hear Lashon Har from him. Then I'm going to get it. And yet, when he has to be when he has to say, Davin for me, what's a Jew's focus? Davin for me, I'm sick? No. Davin for me, I'm tame. Davin for me, I'm spiritually impure. Because that's what's even more painful for us. No, it's just the Tumah. How many people aren't feeling well, but they're even feeling worse that they can't dive with the minion. They can't hear laning. They can't connect to the tzibur and shul. That's even harsher for us in certain senses than the illness itself. Because that's what that's what a Jew does. And that's what reflects us. David HaMelech, he quotes a little bit later, when David HaMelech was sent into exile and he was alone and he was wandering. How did he describe his pain? In the last few lines. It's like I'm doing about a Zara because I can't be connected to Hashem. That was his pain. He doesn't quote it, but remember the Pesukim by Eli? By Eli, when he finds out about the terrible things that happened? By Eli, what happens? He hears about... His sons were killed. And he's very sad. And he hears this. And then he hears the Aaron was taken. And he falls back on his chair and he dies. Because that, even with the family, but the Aaron, so he says that, that was too painful. That was too painful for Eli. He even quotes a Gemara in Yuma, which is usually used in a negative. He takes it in, in a positive sense about even when a murder takes place, people are still nervous and, and uh Worried about the the, the Tumma and the Tower of the Caleb. Oh, I don't have to do that one right now. But either way, the message for us is our focus and a Jew's focus so often is not the physical pain. How many stories have we heard from the Shoah? How many of the stories have we heard throughout history of the of the the mysterious Nefesh for a mitzvah? Because that's even more painful, not being able to do a mitzvah. Like Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was in more pain that he couldn't do chesed than he was what from his from his uh, surgery itself from the bris milah. So we learn it from Avram Avinu. We're all B'nai Avram Avinu. It's in our blood. It's in our blood to be more nervous about the Tumah than about the Choli itself. And when we daven, we don't just daven that, you know, that we should have Yeshuos with Refuos, but Refuos Hanefesh also, Refua of the Ruchnius that we yearn so hard to be able to take part in the mitzvahs that we're lacking right now. One final point related to Tzaras, and then we'll have one idea in Yona Dioma of this time of year. Continuing, Yud Gimel, now going towards the end, Nun Hei. Nun Hei. <laughs> the Pasuk says all the way by Shvi'i. Revi'i, Barak, Renachari, Kabbalah, Sanega, after the clothing is washed by Tumas, by Tsaras HaVeged, Lo Hafach Hanega Eseno. Interesting Lashon. When the Kohen sees it after it's washed, Lo Hafach Hanega Eseno. The nega hasn't changed its ayin, its eye. Strange lashon. Eino Rashi just quotes lo mar iso its appearance. It hasn't gotten any weaker. Vanega lapasa and it didn't spread. It didn't get bigger, but it didn't spread at this stage. Tamei it's tamei. Baish tisrefenu pachesasu bekarachto o viga bachto. What's this unusual lashon of lo? 
So if you look in Rabbi Friend, in his Vard, in his Sefer, Power of a Vart, he quotes from Rav Nissen Alpert, the Limud Nisan, he quotes on a Pasuk that we're all familiar with. But we usually put the comma in one place. Right, who is the one that loves life? Who loves days? The Rostov. What's the answer? Guard your tongue. Suggest, Rav Nissan Alpert, maybe the secret of guard your tongue is to put the comma or the question mark earlier. Who is the one that loves life? Ohev Yamim. Liros Tov. Someone who loves days to see the good. The message of not speaking Lashon Hara and having a positive outlook, um, or that's the answer. The message of not speaking Lashon Hara and being negative about our friends is to have the positive outlook and seeing the good. Because if we see the bad in others, then we're just going to talk badly about them and think badly about them. If we could somehow see the good... That's the strategy, and then it'll be easy. And where do we see this? He quotes, unbelievable. The Miraglim we know were punished 40 years. The whole nation was punished for 40 years. Why? Yom Lashana, Yom Lashana. For each day that they were away, 40 days. So we were punished a year for a day, 40 years. One second. How? When was the sin? The sin was on day 40 when they came back and they said Lashonar about Eretz Yisrael. Why they punished for the previous 39 days? Right? They only did the sin on the last day. They didn't do the sin previously. And what's the answer? No, they did the sin all 40 days because they went with that attitude. They wouldn't have said it on day 40 if the first 39 days had been with a positive attitude. The sin of the miracle actually began long before they delivered the negative report. When a person speaks Lashon Hara, it's because they are already determined to view the subject of their slander with a jaundiced eye. The Miraglim only said Lashon Hara because they already spent the previous 40 days traipsing through the land, seeking negative things to say about it. And the more we view people with negativity, the more we'll talk negatively about, about them. And therefore he quotes, maybe that's the idea in this Pasuk. The Kohen looks achreyu kabes es hanega, and what does the Pasuk say? Lo hafach hanega es eno. The, the um, nega did not change its ayin, didn't change its eye. It means the person didn't change his eye, didn't change his ability to be able to think positively. And if that happened, then Taharhu, then I'm saying then Tamehu, it is Tameh, because the Torah is telling us at the top of the next page that as long as Lohafach has Eno, the owner has not adopted a more positive eye and stopped seeking the negative in others, he will continue to be afflicted with the urge to say Lashanhar. Okay. One final point for the evening <laughs> relating to Inyane, the days of Sphira Saomer, the days of Sphira. Last page. And this is from the Drash David in his Sefer on Moadim. His Sefer on Moadim, Sfirsa Omer. He has two thoughts on, uh, on Sfirsa Omer. Number one, again, famous questions. Famous questions. First, two famous questions. Number one, Rabbi Akiva, V'yahatta Recha Kamocha, and Davke his Talmidim, the Gemara tells us in Yavamis, Lo Nagu Kavod Zeh 
they all died because they weren't mechabed each other. Oh, so something. Oh, he didn't say until afterwards. No, come on. This is Rabbi Akiva. He was v'yatarecha kamocha. So Dafka, his talmidim, lo nagu kavod zebazel going yivamis samach beis shnei maser elav zukim talmidim haylo Rabbi Akiva ukulan meisu beveragecha lo nagu kavod zebazel. Number one, number two, and when did they all die? He Pesach Vadatzeres for Pesach Teshuvas. Isn't that a magical time of year? Isn't that a time of year that is amazing in terms of its potential, in terms of how high a person could get? <laughs> Kabbalah Satorah, counting down. Tonight marks, you know, two weeks. We're almost there. We have five weeks left. So, so I don't understand, asked the Drash David. How could it be, Talmud Rabbi Akiva, and how is it that Dafka at this time of, of year? So he quotes a thought on the Mahar, of the Maharal, which he then expands upon. We know there is a principle. Well, first, let's read the Maharal. <laughs> he quotes it from the Tiferes Yisrael, the second column on line 12. Ha-chametz hu ha-yetzahara. V'zeh she-yesh la-akav she-alechem in ha-chametz. We Dafka bring a carbon of chametz on Shavuos. Unusual. Usually it's an Isra to bring chametz. We only bring it in two places, a little bit of the carbon toda, and here on Shavuos. Why do we bring a dafka on Shavuos? Remez bazeb amru kalagadol mechavero yitzro gadol mimenu. Whoever is greater than his friend as Yitzhahara is also greater than his friend. What exactly does that mean? The Maral is telling us, expands and explains the Drash David, something very crucial about that Yisod. We usually think of kalagadol mechavero yitzro gadol mimenu only about people. Only about people. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu has to level the playing field. So if somebody has a great Yetzirah Tov, he's worked on himself and he had a great Yetzirah Tov, so his, his Yetzirah has to be also stronger. But the Maharal is telling us it's not just within people. Not just within people. It's within times of the year. It's within the times of the year. If there's a certain time of the year that has unbelievable power in it for a Jew to get so high... Bad Babad also with that is tremendous power not to go so high. Because we bring Chametz on Shvuis, the day of Kabbalah Satorah. Chametz symbolizes the Sarsha Isa, everything we're against. And we dafka bring that on Shvuis to remind ourselves. We can't just let a Shvuis pass us by and not take advantage of it, because we could fall if we don't take advantage of it. B'yomat and Torah, Shabo b'skadish adem u'misaleh, Godo gam kocho shal yetzahara, l'fichach tzivta Torah l'hakre b'yom zeh shelach mechameitz dafka, to remind us. So it's within a person, and it's within times of the year. And, he even says on the last page, it's within mitzvos. If there are certain mitzvos that have power to be able to bring us so high. So those mitzvot, potentially, if we misuse them and abuse them, it can be the opposite. And Rabbi Akiva's Talmidim had such potential because they were with Rabbi Akiva. Wherever there's tremendous potential in Kedusha, there's potential Kedusha in Toma. And we have to recognize that and know it's danger. And that's why there's a concept of a shomer, let's say, on a, on a wedding day. Because a wedding day has so much potential. But the satan tries to be makatrig at these amazing moments. And therefore, says the Drash David, dafka during this time of year. And dafka, Rebbe Kivas Talmidim, were affected 
But the message that we have to recognize is that we have to make sure that we use and we capitalize on every potential uplifting moment, every moment that could bring us up, every moment that could that could shape us. And we have to know lurking in the background is also the power of negativity, the power of pulling us down. But we have to do what we can to be mechabed zelazeh, to be mesakein v'chait, and to be able to do our best, to be able to be zocheh, to have a proper getting ready for Kabbalah Satora in just five weeks. Okay, we'll stop here as we continue here in Sefer Fayikra. Tomorrow, just if anybody is... Uh,